things in the world today, but God is everything. Our more than enough. He's our everything. Let me Before we go into the word of God, in addition to the announcements that you have already heard, there are a couple that we left out. One is we want to reemphasize on next Sunday that we'll all be here in great numbers. Invite everybody you see, amen. Come dressed in African attire as you so are able. And as I said earlier, for those of you who are women who don't have something that's okay, uh, check with me, check with me. I got a closet, I got a closet. In addition, on next Sunday, we will be having a blood drive sponsored by Beta Sigma and First United Methodist Church, so there will be a lot of activities going on here. However, the issue today is that without persons signed up to give their blood on next Sunday, the Red Cross will cancel the blood drive. It will be from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. There will be a blood mobile here. And the emphasis, it says here, 70% of African Americans have type O or B blood, and those are the blood types most in demand today. Also, research says that African Americans are the most unhealthy persons among us today, considering stroke, high blood pressure, heart disease. And so, because our hospitals are low in blood inventory, we ask that you sign up today with Mother Sophia on your way out if you would like to be a person who donates blood 
from next week. Don't eat your blood and eat a lot of soul food. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay next week. Let us pray. Lord, as I stand before your children today, consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. Let my soul look up with a steadfast hope and my will be lost. In thine, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray it, so be it. Let the church say amen. Come with us now to the letter to the church at Ephesus, Ephesians, and the New Testament, the letter of Paul to the church at Ephesus called Ephesians. Let us go to the letter of Paul to the Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 14. As you have the word, or your heart is ready to receive it, and your ears ready to hear it, or you stand out of reverence for God's holy word. And listen now for the exciting word of the Lord. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Just as he chose us in Christ, before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love. He destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and insight, he has made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time, together of all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In Christ Jesus, we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and his will, so that we who were the first to set our hope on Christ might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, you were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. So this is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as God's own people to the praise of his glory. The word of God 
for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, to, be God. to God. You may be seated. Pacoma First United Methodist Church in the beautiful and wonderful city of Pacoima, California. Are you blessed? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm so blessed. Glory to God. Amen. Know that you know that you know that we are so blessed. Let's talk about what it means to be a king's kid today. What it means to be someone special. What it means to know that we are blessed. And so listen to me. If you are Christian, if you are Christian, you have limitless wealth. Somebody say, I'm rich and didn't even know it. You have limitless wealth at your disposal. And it was Christians that the Apostle Paul, an apostle is a person who goes around starting churches. He was both an apostle. He started churches all over. And then he pastored them when he wasn't in their faces to pastor them. He pastored them through the letters of Paul in the New Testament. We find Paul, the apostle, writing this letter to the wonderful church at Ephesus to remind them of who they were to remind them that they were wealthy in Christ Jesus and to explain to them the mystery of how God put this all together. And he was writing from prison. As many of his letters were written, he had been imprisoned for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so in our lesson this morning, we are told the truth about just how special we are as Christians. The Bible teaches that those of us who are members of the church were called out before the world was created. Did you know that? We were called out. You think you're here because you came on your own. No, you were called out from the world. You think your mama brought you here. That's a good thing. We hope she did. But you were called out. <laughs> and the Bible says that, that you were called out before the world was created. Can you imagine God, before he created the world and all that in it, is writing down your name and my name in the palm of his hand for just such a time as this. Well, that's exactly what happened, beloved. Before the ocean was formed, he called our name. Before the mountains were bowled up, he called our name. Before the heavens and the earth were formed, God called our name. Tell your neighbor what an awesome God we serve. Amazing God. He's just an amazing God. So first, 
In this scripture text, we learn that true riches, true real riches come from God. It ought to be a source of great encouragement to know that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all working on our behalf to make us rich. God not only gives us richly all things to enjoy, we read in 1 Timothy 6 and 17, but he gives us eternal riches. I said eternal riches, without which all of our wealth is valueless. In other words, don't get all caught up in the temporary things of this life and forfeit what is eternal life. Don't get caught up in the world at the cost of giving up what's spiritual, beloved. Remember, this world is not our permanent home. We just passing through. Child of God, we need to stop speaking out poverty in our lives. Words are too important. Don't, don't speak out poverty in our lives. I mentioned a few Sundays ago trying to tell you a funny story that I was in a very very expensive department store with my child. She was about in the first grade and I was in there just to look. You know, sometimes you look and see so you can see what the rich folk buy and then go look on the eBay and get it. Get it for $2. It looked just like it. say, you know what, they buy all them diamonds if they wore them somewhere. Wouldn't nobody know if they was a diamond or a diamond <laughs> And as my daughter looked around, she asked me, she said, Mama, are we poor? And I don't know why I said, uh, yeah. And she starts screaming in the department store. She starts screaming, you know, because I walked in there. I didn't look like I was poor, but I didn't have a dime in my pocket. But you know what I mean? And she didn't either. She said, I don't want to be poor. All over the store. I don't want to just have a tantrum. Be poor. I was so embarrassed. Everybody looking at the little black girl. Talking, I When I took her to school the next day, St. Anthony's Catholic School, the sister came out and asked me, could she talk to me? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, I just want to say something to your mother. Um, Dion came into class. She was very upset because she said you told her that she was poor. <laughs> and mother said, just, just let me correct you here. Don't ever tell a child of God that they are poor. I just went, yes, ma'am. Don't ever tell a child of God that they are poor. Because the baby is rich with the spirit of Almighty God. Never forgot this story. made us rich in Jesus Christ. When you were born again into God's family, you were born 
into wealth. Hallelujah. Through Jesus, we share in the riches of God's grace. Through Jesus, we share in the riches of God's glory. Through Jesus, we share in the riches of God's mercy and the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ are ours. Glory to God. Our Heavenly Father's not poor. He's rich. He has made us rich through his son. We have an abundance of all spiritual blessings. So the first thing we need to take in is that true riches come from God. Look at your neighbor and say, keep it real. Keep it real. Tell all your neighbors and your family that you wish and watch them. Say, I'm rich. You're going to have more friends than you ever had. Secondly, all these spiritual riches come to us because, because of one, God's grace. God's grace. God's grace. They come to us because of God's mercy. And they come to us because of God's glory. God's mercy means that God is not punishing us for the sins we deserve to be punished for. See, we don't get that. That's why we're not humble anymore. One, we think we don't sin, but all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. And we sin every day. That's why his mercies are new every morning. He doesn't even give us leftover mercies because he knows us too well. Every morning, new mercies, new bucket of mercies. God said, for all the ugly stuff you're going to do today. Because, see, we got to stop comparing ourselves to each other. We need to compare ourselves to a holy God. See, I don't want to be like you. I'm trying to be like Jesus. I don't want to compare myself to you. We both in the same pot. We both sinners saved by grace. I need to be trying to clean my own self up. I can't be wasting my time trying to be like you. You might not get into heaven. I have to be like Jesus. And when you try to be like Jesus... You're humbled because you know you fail every day. And you thank God that he's a merciful God that says, I'm going to look over that, I'm going to look over that, I'm going to look over that, and I'm going to love you anyway. He does for us what he does not have to do because he's God. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. God, mercy means that he's not punishing us for the sin that we deserve punishment for. God's grace means that God is blessing us in spite of the fact that we don't deserve to be blessed. Mm -hmm. There's a story about a man who was an atheist. And he said, you know, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in God. And the man said, you don't? Well, you, you're just so blessed. Look at how blessed you are. You got your health. You're living good, huh? He said, I know I'm blessed. I don't believe in God, but he doesn't know it yet. Sometimes we are God's children. He act like he don't know how bad we are sometimes, too. Because he'll look beyond our faults. 
and he'll see our needs. And by his grace and mercy, we are here today. Some people, you know what, come in church thinking that they have never done anything so wrong that they would even be homeless. That's why they talk about homeless people. All of us, one paycheck from being homeless. And we're going to say, but they should have got a job. But they should be off drugs. But, but sin is sin. It's a sin that you're talking about them and not helping them. It's a sin that you're judging them and have not walked in their shoes. It's a sin that you don't have compassion for every human being created on the face of this earth. Somebody this morning ought to tell the truth. Tell the truth during this Black History Month. Let us be reminded of the humility that we sing about and we talk about in our songs. Nobody should be more humble than we are. That's why we've been through so much, so that we would be humble people. We ought to weep when folk talk about a wall. Reminds me of slave chains. We, we ought to weep when we see people who are talked about and lied on. and We ought to be humble. Because if it had not been, beloved, for the Lord who was on our side, you tell me where we'd be. Where would we be? We sing his grace and his mercy saw me through. I'm living this moment because of you, Lord, and, and I just want to thank you and praise you too. Your grace and your mercy brought me through. That's why I come in praising, because I know where he's brought me for myself. Somebody ought to tell the truth, because it's amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost. Now I'm found. I was blind. But now I see. God ought to hear somebody singing in their spirit. How can I say things? My God, my God. For all of the things that you have done for me. Things so undeserved. That's the worst thing. When we walk in church, think we deserve, God ought to be happy we here. We come to praise ourselves. We're more glad to see somebody we know in church than we are to know that we're in God's house and it's all about him and we're here to praise the Lord unashamedly. How can I say things? All that I ever hoped to be. I owe it all to thee. Ask, why are we here? That's the question. Don't say you've been here because you've just been here. Why? Why are you here? Why? Why were you created? Why did he choose me and you? <laughs> why, why did he choose us? Why, why does he want us 
in his church. Well, the reason is clear. He says it more than once in the scripture. We are here that we should be the praise of his glory. The praise of his glory. And our sin today is that we don't even want to talk about it anymore. I was at my doctor's office one day. She was telling me my health was improving, so. And I said, glory to God. And every time she'd say good news to me, I'd say, glory to God. One day I went to the doctor and she gave me good news. I said, glory to God. She said, glory to God. Why have we become ashamed of? Open our mouths and say, glory to God. Glory to God. We ought to be filled with testimonies about the goodness of God. Why don't you tell somebody? Why don't you tell somebody? You know, you know what? I'm so blessed because God is always doing things for me that he doesn't have to do. God has always given me another chance. God is always looking out for me. Even when I feel all alone, God is always ready to forgive my faults and my failures and my weakness and my shortcomings. God is good to me. It's good in spite of how I acted last night. God is good to me. Even though I take him for granted, he's just that kind of God. He looks beyond my faults and sees my need. My God is full of mercy and grace. And he's worthy to be glorified. Because see, if I know me like I know me, and if I know you like I know you, we all ought to be saying glory to God. Oh, give the Lord a hand praise. Glory to God. And so first, first, true riches come from God. True riches, real riches come from God. Secondly, God gave them to us because of his mercy and his grace. And then thirdly, the riches that we have received so far are just the beginning. Oh, good God. The best is yet to come. Your ladder will be greater than your past. Don't ever think you got enough blessings because God is always ready to bless you some more. Oh, I just want the overflow. I want the overflow. You know how old folks used to get their coffee and put the coffee on the saucer? And they fill it up. And then the cup would overflow onto the saucer. And then they pick up the saucer and drink the overflow. I want God's overflow. More blessings to come. 
Love it. There's always more spiritual wealth to claim from the Lord as we walk with him. Verse 7 says, in him we have redemption through his blood. That means that because his blood was shed for our sins, that we don't have to serve the time. We don't have to go on lockdown. Because his blood was shed for our sins, we don't have to pay the price. Because Jesus died for all the wrong things that we've done. We don't have to be ashamed anymore. Folk want to bring up your past. See, that's why sometimes it's just uncomfortable to be by family and friends. They, they are. Sometimes it's either better to be around people who don't know you or just be by yourself. Because people who do know you always want to bring up stuff. I'm gonna bring up stuff. You know, when somebody bring up stuff, talking about zip it and talk to the hand. Because if the truth be told, if I told some stuff I know on you. So let's just not do this, okay? Let's not play the dozen up in here. Y'all you know what I'm talking about. I love it when it comes down to it, the only thing that we have of real value today and forever. Is the blood of Jesus that covers us. There's nothing we can buy that's more valuable and more precious and more needed than the garment of Jesus' blood that covers us because his blood, covered by the blood of Jesus, his blood saves us, his blood delivers us, his blood rescues, his blood gives us power over the enemy. We are rich. In the blood of Jesus, the songwriter says, the blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. The blood that gives me strength from day to day to day to day. It will never, ever lose its power. It reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. I'm talking about the blood that gives me strength from day to day. It will never, ever lose its power. Somebody say amen. And say, oh, my dearly beloved, oh, we are rich in Christ Jesus. We're so spiritually rich. We are Christians. We are king's kids. My father is a king. We ought to act like it. We ought to look like it. And I was growing up, the old folk would say, keep your head up. Put them shoulders back. Walk with pride. We can do that today because we king's kids. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm a king's kid. Look at your elder neighbor saying, I'm rich. rich. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Listen, I don't care what your bank account says. I don't care that you're living from paycheck to paycheck. I don't even care that you don't even have your rent yet. Don't be depressed. That's all I got to say. I've been there, done that. I'm still here. And ain't had to go on the street. Hallelujah! Lights off! And 
not red with the candles. I ain't crazy. No hot water. Ha, I know about it. Don't be depressed. Don't be overwhelmed. Don't be worried. Don't be anxious today. Don't be gloomy, beloved. Don't be disturbed. Don't be disappointed. And please don't be sad. Because you're rich. You have things that money can't buy. Knowledge can't give. People don't have. We have a wealth of spiritual blessings that will keep us and sustain us and encourage us and heal us and pick us up and protect us from all harm. What we have, you can't buy at Neiman Marcus. What we have, you can't find at Whole Foods or Ralph's or Vons. What we have, no scientist can discover in the least in a test tube in a lab. What we have, a carpenter can't even build because ain't no architect able to write about it. What we have, they are not even perfect words for. That's why you got to get emotional. That's why in the black church we say, what I can't express with my words, I will let my body express. Use it all. Did he say, bless me with everything you got? Well, don't come in here acting like you can't move if you can move. <laughs> what we have. Look at your neighbor say, we king's kids. So hear me this morning, my very dearly beloved. Hear me loud and clear. You and me, you and I, we are children of the king. We are a royal. We have more than enough. We will not go begging. We will be the head, not the tail. We will be the lender, not the borrower. Because our father is rich. He's rich in houses and land. He holds the wealth of the world in his hand. And he promises that have not seen, ears have not heard, the heart of man cannot even conceive what God has in store for those who love him. Look his neighbor say, I'm going to get my blessings because I love the law. And so know this, we are rich in his word, rich in his glory, rich in his praise, rich in his mercy, rich in his grace, rich in his power, rich in his love. Knowing Jesus for myself is the best thing. What was the best thing anybody ever did for me? Was to dress me up on a Sunday morning as a child and send me to church. My mama had been a cripple most of her life, so she didn't do a lot of socializing. She just sat at a machine and mastered it because she couldn't walk for so many years. And my mama would say, I'm so busy trying to be like Jesus. I ain't got time to fool with crazy church people. That's what my mama would say. 
made a dress for me all the time, dressed me up, sent me across the alley, through the lot, to the closest church, which happened to be a Methodist church. Every Sunday, I was in church without my mother. But the greatest thing my mother ever did for me was to send me. See, that's why I don't talk about kids when their parents don't bring them. You know, if they drop them off, that's okay. They'll, 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 they'll you know. Just get your children in church. I ain't going to talk about you if you drop them off. We'll take good care of them. Just pick them up because we ain't taking them home now. <laughs> Baby's kids, we ain't taking them home. We Christian, but we ain't that Christian. <laughs> oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. The greatest thing you can do for your children, for your neighbor, for your co-workers, for a stranger, is to let them It's been Jesus who took care of me. When my mama was gone and my daddy was gone, it's been Jesus who's given me the best. He showers me with the finest. He loves to surprise me with miracles. He longs to show me off. I'm rich in his love and rich in his care, rich in his wonder and rich in his power. Jesus is I say, Jesus is the best thing that ever happened. I watched my mama pray for 45 minutes and wonder if she'd fallen asleep on the side of the bed. She talked about Jesus every day. Jesus. that God has done for me. Things so undeserved that he died to prove his love for me. And the voices million angels 
not express my gratitude all that I am and ever hope to be. I owe it all. Hallelujah, glory to God. I owe it all to thee, Lord. I owe it all to thee. You've been so good. You've been so good. You've been so good. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Glory to God. And why did he choose us? To give him glory. Why did he choose us? To tell somebody about the goodness of God. Why did he choose us? To say to God be the glory for the things that God has done. Can I say thanks for the things you have done for me? Things so undeserved, yet you gave to prove your love for me. The voices of a man. 